This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves history waits for no one. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're exploring the first successful trip around the world, including who may deserve credit for it and who definitely doesn't. The day was September 20th, 1519. Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan set sail with a crew of 270 sailors on what would ultimately become the first successful voyage around the world. However, there are some important caveats to this story to keep in mind. For one thing, the main concern of Magellan and his crew wasn't to make history by circumnavigating the globe. The real goal of their expedition was to find a westward route to the Maluku Islands of modern Indonesia, where they planned to pillage a fortune's worth of exotic spices. The other thing worth clarifying is that only some of the crew managed to sail around the entire globe. The vast majority, including Magellan himself, did not survive the return trip. But before we get to the end of the journey, let's talk a little about how it began. Magellan was born to a noble Portuguese family in 1480. In his youth, he served in the royal court as a page to Queen Consort Eleanor and King Manuel I. At the time, European aristocrats were enamored with the taste of foreign spices like nutmeg, cloves, and mace. These new lucrative imports sparked a heated competition between Portugal and Spain to see who could discover and claim the best trade routes to the so-called Spice Islands. In 1505, when he was 25 years old, Magellan joined a Portuguese military fleet that was bound for India. Over the next decade, Magellan would travel to Malaysia, Indonesia, and Morocco as well. And along the way, he learned the basics of navigation and fought in several naval battles with Spain for control of routes along the Indian Ocean. In 1513, while fighting Moorish forces in Morocco, Magellan sustained a leg wound that would leave him with a limp for the rest of his life. Although he had made a name for himself in battle, Magellan was soon accused of illegal trading with the very people he was fighting against. The accusations were largely unfounded, but they were enough to ruin his reputation in Portugal and sour his relationship with King Manuel I. Finally, in 1517, after being dismissed from service to his home country, Magellan joined the competition and pledged his allegiance to Spain. By that time, Portugal had gotten the upper hand in the Spice War. It controlled access to the primary trade routes that led east from Europe to Indonesia by going around Africa's Cape of Good Hope. Spain was quickly being boxed out of the spice trade, but Magellan thought he had a solution. He went to the king of Spain, Charles V, and suggested sailing in the opposite direction, west rather than east. Magellan believed that going west would lead them to a strait that was rumored to run through South America. King Charles was thrilled at the prospect of sticking it to the Portuguese and agreed to finance a five-ship voyage in search of a westward route to the Spice Islands. 
Most people thought the voyage was doomed from the start, largely on account of all the sea monsters that were sure to be lurking in the uncharted waters. But one member of Magellan's crew bolstered confidence in the mission. Eight years earlier, while helping to invade the Malaysian port city of Malacca, Magellan took possession of an enslaved man named Enrique. He was fluent in the Malay language, which made him an ideal interpreter, and King Charles felt much better about funding the voyage, knowing that Enrique would be going along to translate. As for the rest of the crew, they inspired less confidence. Most Spanish sailors had refused to join an expedition led by a Portuguese man, so instead Magellan was forced to settle for less experienced crewmen. Many of them were criminals loaned from prisons, and others joined mainly as a way to avoid their debt collectors. As you might expect, the unsavory crew caused some problems for Magellan. In March of 1520, six months after the voyage began, three of his captains incited a mutiny and tried to kill him. Instead, Magellan killed them, and to send a message to the rest of the crew, he had the bodies drawn, quartered, and impaled on spikes on the shore of Argentina. After that cheery interlude, the five ships continued their voyage across the Pacific Ocean, dealing with scurvy and starvation along the way, and stopping off briefly in Guam to massacre indigenous people. One month later, the crew reached the Philippines, where they were shocked to learn that Enrique could understand and speak the local language. Historians suggest that Enrique may have been raised there, in the central Philippines, before being sold into slavery in Sumatra, and eventually taken to Malacca, where he was bought by Magellan. This raises a very interesting possibility, but we'll get back to that in just a minute. With Enrique acting as interpreter, Magellan decided to claim the Philippines on behalf of Spain. He demanded the native people to convert to Christianity and wound up starting an unnecessary war between those who were willing to do so and those who weren't. On April 27, 1521, this rash act of colonization backfired when Magellan was killed by a poison arrow while attacking a chieftain who opposed his rule. He never made it to the Spice Islands, and it was his own fault. After Magellan's death, his crew continued on and eventually made it to the Maluku Islands in November of 1521. In September of the next year, the expedition finally returned to Spain, with 381 sacks of cloves to show for their trouble. In total, they had traveled more than 60,000 miles round trip, losing 4 out of 5 ships and 80% of the crew in the process. Still, the survivors had proven that it was possible to circumnavigate the globe, and the new routes they had charted would soon pave the way for European colonization of the New World, for better or worse. Okay, so who was the first person to sail around the entire world? There are actually a few options. The most obvious would be the surviving crew members who actually completed the voyage and made it back to Spain. In fact, the captain of the one remaining ship, a man named Juan Sebastian del Cano, was given credit for the first circumnavigation by the Spanish crown. The other possibility involves the expedition's interpreter, Enrique. If historians are correct, and he was raised in the central Philippines before his enslavement, 
That would make him the first person to circumnavigate the globe, beating the rest of the crew by well over a year. Either way, the one thing we know for sure is it definitely wasn't Magellan. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Also, we've made a slight adjustment to our social media handles in order to get them up and running again. So from now on, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any Enrique fanfiction you'd like to share, you can send it my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.